Hey, welcome to the Jaywalk Podcast. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy my my quote unquote from Otto, my radio voice. <laughs> You're never man, he's crazy. But yeah, I appreciate you listening, Otto. I really appreciate you for listening, dog. But um, I make this podcast to do this, and this is just to make you guys think. This is for the hip-hop world. People listen to hip-hop. And, and if y'all listen to me and you don't listen to hip-hop, I'm sorry about this, but I had to make this. Special Ed was on Drink Champs, I believe. You can fact-check me on that. And Special Ed is a... God, would he be a legend? Because if you think about it, he only really had one hit. He only had one hit. But I don't want to consider him a one-hit wonder. But anyway, Special Ed, I guess he would be a hip-hop legend. He has a hip-hop legendary song. So, I mean, I mean, if that constitutes as a legend, I guess he's a legend. But um, he has this, uh, he's made this statement that Niggas with Attitude, a.k.a. N.W.A., was the worst thing that happened to rap that happened that happened to rap in the history of hip hop. Um that is a very wow that's a a loaded statement. Um I think uh well let's let's unpack it for a second. Obviously, you know everybody knows that you know hip hop started on the East Coast in New York. A cool Herc. It's the 50th anniversary this year. And when it went out west, or when when the West started doing it, um I think what people prefer to realize is the reason why the West took over in the late eighties, mid nineties is because of they made better music. They made better music. Is there, anybody know anything about me? If you know anything about me, you know Dr. Dre. I'll drink his bath water. That's that's how much I, that's how much I love Dr. Dre. He is my favorite person in music. He is like a god to me. Is Dr. Dre? Um. What I think happened is. The West Coast made better music as opposed to the East. And that's why it sold more. Because what happens on west of the Mississippi, it's pretty much universal west of the Mississippi if your lifestyle. Now I'm not just I'm not saying that Michigan is like California by any stretch of the imagination. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what they were talking about was more universal than what the East was rapping about. So that's why they sold more. That's why they sold two to one compared to the East Coast. That's how this whole East Coast beef, East West Coast started. But I digress. And then when Pac and Big got into it, it was the East versus West on steroids. But this is not the point of that. And he said that the NWA was the worst thing that could have happened to hip hop. Not the music. He's talking about what happened because everybody wanted to be a gangster and you know they you know they made rap a little bit more violent, a little bit more cuss words, a little bit more, they said, disrespecting women. Um, 
I wonder if I get what he's saying, but at the same time, I don't get what he's saying because cussing, violence, and the way you talk about women, that was happening before NWA. NWA was just reporting on it. It's, you know, they were the ones that put it in the rap, but they're not the first ones to put cuss words in the rap and everything. But they were the most popular, and they're probably one of the most influential hip hop groups in history. Probably the most is NWA. But um, my opinion, NWA was great for rap. NWA, without them, you don't get the brand of what you have now with the Jay-Z's um, the uh, even the Biggie's the Pox you don't have that without with NWA you just don't and I know that it may not be completely correct but NWA made it cool for you to cuss on records and um that was a game changer. If anybody that, 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 that listens back then, anybody knows, that was a game changer. Ice-T, him, uh, who am I forgetting? Two Live Crew. When That was a game changer because most hip-hop artists back then, they did not want to cuss because they wanted to get on the radio. When you go on the radio, you get more sales and like that. N.W.A. said, F all that. <laughs> we're going to cuss, we're going to call women out their name, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and you know what I'm saying, we don't care. And that's probably why they were so successful, because they didn't care. As opposed to other artists, they cared about getting on the radio and everything else. Hey, NWA is like, hey, we're going to come out, we're going to do this type of music, we don't get played, so be it. This is the type of music we're going to do. And I think they were great for hip-hop. Without NWA, hip-hop does not become universal. And I'm going to repeat that this again. If it wasn't for NWA, hip-hop does not become universal. When I say universal, I'm talking about across the nation. Now it's a worldwide business. But without, without NWA, yeah, you don't get there. You don't get there. So... I think they were great for hip hop. And yes, there's a negative side to everything. There is a uh, a negative side to smartphones. Yes. And I tell you what right now, I know some of y'all listening to this still text and drive. I have to stop myself from doing it sometimes. You know? I know some of y'all uh you know, look at your phone while you're at the light. Or you stopped at a light or a stop sign. I know you do. Because I do it. So I, I got to stop myself from doing it sometimes. So. There is a negative side to everything. So we're not. So. If NWA. Um, is. Bad for hip hop. Then. I don't know. So, is the car, the car, the auto, you know, the auto automobile invention, is that bad for human? Because because cars kill more than, than I think anybody.
cars were up there with, you know, damn near cigarettes. So, is the automobile bad invention? Because, you know, since it's been invented, it's took a lot of lives via drunk drivers or not. It took a lot of lives. So, uh, is, you know, painkillers that are strong, like Percocet, hydrocodone, and, and others, they, they have taken a lot of people's pain away that, that are in a very, you know, in immense pain. A lot of people overdose over that. On those things. So do you. So what side do we look at? Do we, do we look at the side of. Of. Uh, that opioids have helped a lot of people. But a lot of people have got addicted to them. And, and overdosed on them. What side do you, do you fall on? So when it comes to NWA. I think they're a great hip hop. I don't think there's anything bad. I could take. From. It. it and that's the thing. People say NWA made people want to be gangsters. And and they glorified that 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 lifestyle. No, they were telling you what was going on in their neighborhoods. They're like reporters. So if they never said, Hey, go out and do the things that we rap about. You you not one member of that legendary group has ever said that. Not one. But they're letting you know what's going on, and once you are aware of something's going on, you have to um, do something about it. This is the same rap group that did fuck the police. And when you say fuck the police, every black community knows what that feeling is. Whether you're in New York, Los Angeles, Memphis, KC, Denver, uh, no matter where you are on the map, every black community knows that feels like fuck the police. Right? And they're pariahs for saying that. Oh, you're disrespecting law enforcement. Well, of course. Law enforcement disrespect us. And soon after they make fuck the police, what do we get? Y'all remember? What do we get? The Rodney King video. Mm-hmm. The Rodney King video. So they, you know, right after uh the the then they got the obviously you got the verdict, you got the riots, and they were saying right before the right riot started, they they said we've been telling y'all about this. We, we, you know, this is why we make songs like this. And y'all try to make us look like we're, we're just bad guys or whatever like that. And we're trying to say is police treat us like they treat criminals. Even though we're not criminals. Just because of the color of our skin. Like Ice Cube said, man, it just shows the riots show that this country can be shut down. And it will be shut down. So, if anything, NWA has been great, not only for just the music side, but for society. NWA, you get Bone, 
Michelle A, Eminem, The Game, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. Like that tree from the NWA, these are all-time greats that we're talking about. So, um, I, I think, I don't see the bad side. And like I said, they say uh, art imitates life or life imitates art sometimes. Um, I don't know. I, and I think people at my age growing up, I think we knew and we were already, I think we were better at. Now, we, I could be wrong. So, I mean, if I'm wrong, please fact check me. I honestly believe that I think that we knew, our generation knew what was entertainment and what was real. Now, the lines have been blurred in this day to day with social media. The lines have been blurred. I think people and kids now really believe what they see on social media is real. And we, you know, in my generation, uh, it, it, was, it was brought to us or let it be known that, hey, XYZ is not real, so please don't do it. So, um, even though Special Ed is a legend, I'm gonna have to disagree. I, I think NWA was great for hip hop. Um, this brings me to to where hip-hop is now. First it was the East, then it went West, then it went Midwest, then it went South. That's when the South, South had rose and then they took over hip-hop. I mean, it's just a fact. The South took over. And which would make sense because that's where most black people are, in the South. Um, here's the thing. In my opinion, this is just my opinion, the best MC, and when I say the best MC, is, is the one that can spit the best, will always come out of the East. They'll always be out of New York. So when the top 50 Billboard, you know, artists, they had Jay-Z number one. Well, let's break that down. Jay-Z for seven years straight, sold millions and millions of records had number ones he was consistent I mean his lyrical prowess was out of the world I mean so it would make sense for Jay-Z to be number one and a lot of people don't realize Jay-Z rose in the death of Tupac and Biggie but on the downside a lot of people say that the reason why Jay-Z rose is because Tupac and Biggie died I, I see that argument and that's the question that I want you guys to answer. You know, if you want, or, you know, from the comments. Is Jay-Z where he is because Biggie and Pac died? Or was Jay-Z still would have been Jay-Z if they'd been around? Man, that's a tough question, ain't it? Would Jay-Z still be Jay-Z if Pac and Biggie were still around? Man, that's a tough question, man. I don't even know how to answer it. And it, it's kind of a parallel 
to LeBron when he said today, or I don't know he said it today, but he said, I still would have been, I'm the chosen one. I still would have been, I would have had the same career had I not went to Miami. I would have less championships, but I still would have been LeBron. I wonder if Jay, because people say Diddy saved hip hop. No, nah, I think it was Jay Z that saved hip hop. But let's see. Is Jay Z still Jay Z with Pac and Biggie still around? Because Jay Z is that great. Man, you know what? If you had to force my, you know, force me to take, you put a gun to my head and force me to pick. Man, I don't, I don't think he is who he is. I think, and because so much attention was paid to Pac and Biggie, I think that, and as great as Jay-Z is, and he probably would be, what is what is would his rhyme still be the same? Because he raps a lot about Biggie. And a lot of his rhymes, you know, he says a lot of Biggie's rhymes. And I, you know, I, I don't know. Man, that's tough. It, does he? Does he? Does. Man, that's interesting. Because Jay-Z got better year by year. And I, I so it's, it's so I'm pretty sure to assume that Pac and Biggie would have got better year by year. And I don't know. And I could throw Nas in there. I don't know if even if Nas would be as big as he is now. But Pac and Biggie still alive. Hmm. And when you listen to Jay's music and you listen to Jay just in general, um, it's just very, 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 very to hear someone that great say that that he wouldn't be where he is now if Pac and Biggie were around. Man, that's interesting. Because and the reason why I say that is because when you hear Jay and you hear his music now, you know, when you listen to, I'm talking about when you listen to Reasonable Doubt to 444, how great the music is. Like, when you hear great hip-hop music, they always say talent usually wins over. So Jay-Z, you know, obviously Jay-Z would be great with Biggie and Pac here. But he, you know, he says, you know, Reasonable Doubt is his best work. And Reasonable Doubt doesn't get the credit it deserves because it's a, it's, a, it's a legendary album. Because Pac and Biggie was around when that was out. You see, in New York, who was the best? Jay-Z, Biggie, or Nas? That was, that was the argument in New York. That was the argument out of them three. Who was the best out of them three? Who, who was the king of New York? Not Biggie, Jay-Z, or Nas. 
out west, we had Pop, Snoop, and, um, but when Pac went to death row, I mean, it was automatic that Pac was the top dog on the West. There was no argument who was better him, you know, him, Snoop, or or whoever you want to put in the third. There was no argument. When Pac went to death row, it was Pac and nobody else. You know, so, um... Man, that's a Chinese riddle. Hmm. I'm kind of, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm thinking, because I'm thinking all the hits Jay-Z done had, and all the hits he done had is fire. Like, I still play that in my car to this day. Like every time I hear Jay's music and hear him rap, it just still feels like the first time. That's greatness. That's the, that's the sign of a great artist or a great musician. And every time you hear the music, it still feels like the first time. And that's why I feel with Jay. So with music that great, he would still have to be Jay with Pocket Biggie around, right? Or does Pac and Biggie just diminish his greatness because they're so great? Okay. <clears throat> Getting back to what I was talking about, but um Man, that is so tough. I really think and I, the only reason why I would choose Pac, he would not be where he is because of Pac and Biggie still being around is because not because he's not as great as them, because he obviously he is as great as them. But like I said, the attention. Well, let's let, let's say this: his music would still be great. His music was still like he would still be great, but I don't think he'll get the attention because of the shadows of Pac and Biggie. That's what I, that's what I would say. And so if I had to choose, I really think if Pac and Biggie were around, Jay-Z, as an artist, would not be where he is. And that is not anything to take away from Jay-Z. Jay-Z is one of my favorite rappers. I bump him damn near every day. So this isn't a, a talent thing. I just think it's more of an attention thing. But what y'all think? I could be wrong. Uh, you know, I've been wrong before. I've been wrong a lot, so I, I could be wrong. But Jay-Z not only is one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time, he's one of the greatest musicians of all, of all time. So, uh, but then again, this is how you compare the two. With him, Pac, and Biggie. Okay. If you listen to All Eyes on Me, or Me Against the World, that's the title. Machiavelli is probably my favorite one, but if you put All Eyes on Me compared to 
life after death. What would be Jay's? No, what happened? Would it be Reasonable Doubt? Would it be Volume 2? Would it be The Blueprint? But anyways, so look at it like this. Okay, this is how you do it. So you take Life After Death, Allies and Me, to any Jay-Z album that you think is his top one because he has so many great albums. It's hard to pick one. Okay, right? Can you honestly say? Now think about this before you respond to me and when you listen to me. Can you honestly say any of his top albums, I'm talking Jay-Z, is better than All Eyes on Me and Life After Death? See, real hip real hip hop heads are gonna really think about this. Is there an album? Of Jay-Z's that you would put ahead of All Eyes on Me and Life After Death. I don't think there is. And that's not saying Jay-Z is not as good as them two. That's just the greatness of Biggie and Pac. I don't think that Jay-Z and his catalog has a album better than Life After Death. And all eyes on me. Be against the world for that matter. I, I don't I don't think he does. I don't think he does. And that's just a testament to how great Pac and Biggie was. It's not as it's not a shot of Jay Z. Like I said, y'all know I'm a Jay Z fanatic. That's another probably person I'll probably drink his bath water too, if I was told to. Um um, because, like, if you think about it, you know how great Nas is. I mean, to me, he beat Jay Z in a battle. So, but I can't think of one album of Nas's, and Nas has some great albums, especially like Illmatic. And Stillmatic was was great. I don't, I don't know. If I could say that he has an album better than All Eyes on Me and Life After Death. I just, I don't, I, 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 I personally, I don't see it. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Since 2007, I would say, this has been bothering me. I wouldn't say bothering me. I always think about would Jay-Z be as big as he was if Pac and Biggie was around. I know, I know it's kind of coulda, woulda, shoulda, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Jay uh, is where he is. Is he... But if I had to lean toward one of the other, like you guys, I'm just letting you guys know, no, I don't think he would be. I I don't think you see the billionaire Jay. I don't think you see the, uh, you know, the president of Def Jam and everything else. I honestly don't see that if Pac and Biggie was still around. 
It, um... Which kind of brings me to my next point when it comes to this uh, hip-hop, this music in general. Um, I wish, especially us black men, I wish we didn't chase fame more than we chase money. And we do. Because a lot of kids growing up want to be the rapper. They don't want to be the record exec. They don't want to be the manager. They don't want to be the, uh, the, the producer, which makes way more money than rappers. They don't want to be any of that. They want to be the, uh, unfortunately, they want to be the artist, which is the lowest person on the totem pole. I mean, as we all know, especially when we came up, that, you know, that the, um, these artists, they get these advances and they have to pay them back. And they make no money off their albums and they make most of their money off touring. And if you do, we got to remember, even if you do, you know, go touring, you still have to pay back that advance. And so when you pay back that advance, uh, you have to keep touring so you can finally make profit. See, the, the, I don't understand because the artist gets most of the fame and the glitz, I guess, and the glamour, you want to call it, but they don't get most of the money. And I tell you right now, any, any real person will let you know that, uh, I'd rather be, uh, unfamous with money than famous and, 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 and broke. And we all know, uh, we, you know, us, especially my generation, we all know after watching years and years and years, seeing a group like TLC, which is the most female slain group of all time, go broke. They filed for bankruptcy. You remember, this is the most selling female group of all time. Not just an R&B, not just this is the most selling female group of all time. And they're filing for bankruptcy. Now, I would say Pepitone under LaFace Records, owned by uh, Babyface, has a lot to do with that. But, um, but still, even that being said, I, I, I don't understand why. I mean, I do understand why it is. It, it keeps us lost. But I, I just don't understand why people... And I think artists need to do a better job of saying um, or telling kids, hey, the money's not with the artists. The money's with the people that are aside of the artists or that work with the artists or are above the artists. That's where the money is, record execs and everything else, A&R promoters and that type of stuff. That's where the money is. It's not really with the artists. And my generation knows that. But generation behind me, I really don't think they know that. I really don't think they know that. I think when you um, uh, 
get into the uh, the music industry, I, I you know, you're happy, and a lot of people they fell for that. Hey, I'm about to be rich, and well, in order for you to be rich, you have to be successful. And anything you know about success is once you're successful, success has to be maintained. Failure does not. So if you sell back then it was records, now it's streams. But if you sold one million records, as you guys know, on in the second record album, they'll give you a bigger advance. Alright. Now you sold one million this time. You better sell two this time. If you sell two. You're alright. You sold two million. We'll give you a bigger advance. Okay next time. But next album you better sell three. And I'm telling you. If you sell one million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. They're going to let you know. Okay we're going to let you go. Because you're going backwards. Yes. One album. From that two million. If you do not make it. That record company, they're going to drop you. It's really hard to stay hot in the music industry. And for the kids to listen to me, because I know a few of y'all listen to me. I just want you guys to know. In the music industry, especially hip-hop. Hip-hop changes almost damn near, what, daily to monthly. So it's very hard to stay hot in hip-hop. What happens is, this is how it happens. And you... You may uh, disagree, but it's a fact. This is how hip-hop works. And I kid you not, in hip-hop, there's always the exceptions. But in hip-hop, you get a four-year run. That's anybody. Pac, Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, Clay Cole, Drake. You get a four-year run. I'm not talking about a four-album run. I'm talking about a four-year run where four consecutive years, you might be the hottest artist in the world. After that fourth year, it is all downhill. Now, you might throw Drake in my face. And I, you know, y'all know I'm another Drake fanatic. You might throw Drake, Jay-Z in my face. Well, the thing is, Jay-Z's career was extended by Kanye West. Yes. People, the, the person y'all hate now, Kanye West, yes, he extended Jay-Z's career another three or four years by his production. Kanye brought soul back to hip-hop. And it, it, now you can disagree with me all you want. Kanye extended Jay-Z's year. That's why Jay-Z has that seven-year run the first three years was all Jay. But after that, Kanye kind of extended his career. Because he's a because I mean Kanye's a musically genius. I mean, if you just because you know he's a dumbass now, I mean doesn't doesn't take away from his his, his prowess as, as a, a producer. But I digress. So if you get a four year run, and that's for R and B, pop country whatever you get this four-year run and i kid you not you can look it up a four-year run after that the record companies and record labels are looking for somebody else 
there are always exceptions. So don't I'm not saying all writers, but most part you get a four year run, and no matter what genre of music it is, doesn't matter, grunge, rock and roll, whatever you want to call it, you get a four year run. After that four years, the record companies and record execs are looking for somebody new to sign. Even in the stream industry. So well, Drake has been going 13 years, right? Still making hot music and everything else, whatever everything else. Well, I don't believe it. This one he had for all the dogs, I, I loved it. But people are saying this is his worst CD ever. I disagree, but people are saying this is his worst CD ever. Okay. That's how the downfall starts. And very few people recover from it. Very few. Mace left at the top of his career. He said he wanted to, you know, go back to go to the ministry, be a pastor. And I respect him for it. That's what he wants to do. He did it. And then, you know, 10, 12 years later, he comes back trying to be a rapper again. Said, don't, don't work. <laughs> Doesn't work like that, bro. Because so many years have passed by and the music has changed so much. No one's trying to hear Mace anymore. And I love Mace. I, and it was just like, uh, what did he say? What did he say? Charlamagne the God said, you cannot, re you cannot reheat old, you know, fries. You ever eat fries after you put them in the microwave? Yeah, they taste like rubber. They're pretty gross. So yeah, the music changes so much. And believe it or not, as hard as it's going to be believed, because she's a great artist, you know, she's getting on my nerves right now, but Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, yeah, they, they've held on as long as they could, but the new generation with Megan Thee Stallion, the City Girls and everything else, they're coming, but what's going to happen? Yes, there's going to be a time Nicki Minaj is going to be looked at like Little Kim and Foxy Brown. You're going to be, she's going to probably drop something. She's going to stop for a while, like all artists do. Come back and try to drop something. And you're going to be like, oh, girl, you're too old. Because hip hop is a young man's, you know, a young man and young woman's game. And. Um, I'm just trying to tell the kids, man, that listen to me, because there are some, there's very few, but the kids that do listen to me, I want you guys to know, is the artists, and I know they get the women and the lifestyle and everything else, they get the fame and everything, but they are the lowest person on the totem pole. They are, in fact, the slave of the music industry. Yeah, you may, yeah, they'll get the women, they'll get that, you know, and all that type stuff when they're hot. But we'll see, you know, you'll see who around you when you're, when you're not hot and you're broke and you don't know where your next hit's going to come from and the record label dropping you. You see way more of those stories than success stories. See, 
And I learned this from, from the, the late, the late great Kevin Samuels, may he rest in peace. Um, exceptions make the rule more true. And what happens in the music industry, and even in the acting industry, people look at the exceptions, and they're like, okay, that's the norm. And we all know, as adults, that's not the norm. So, what we got to do is, we got to do a better job, and me included, and I'm not just talking about we got to do a better job of telling these kids, man, like, listen, okay, there is I wouldn't say there basically, there are more failures in this occupation or career than there is successes. Yes, you have a chance at succeeding, but you have a bigger chance that you're going to fail in this profession and if you do you got to understand and say hey but that's not the end because you can still be in the music industry and still impact everything I mean we all know that Birdman baby he sucks as a rapper but he brought us Lil Wayne he brought us Juvenile he brought us the Hot Boys he brought us Drake he brought us Nicki Minaj. Like there is a secondary life when it comes to this music thing that kids aren't seeing. And us as OGs or older people, we got to do a much better job of showing them like, hey, just because you didn't make it as an artist doesn't mean you still can't be in the music industry. As a matter of fact, you probably make more money than an artist. And I think the generation before me, and this ain't no shot at them or taking anything from them, they did a very poor job of showing us that, hey, there are other options as opposed to you being the artist. You can be successful in other ways in the music industry than, than being an artist. And the... Look at Millie Vanilli. Robs and Fabs, that's her name. Um, yeah, once you are unsuccessful, you see one of them killed themselves because he couldn't afford the lifestyle of having the women, the drugs, and, and everything else. Once that's gone, yeah. And I wish more people, you know, more of this next generation see that side of stories because this is what you're going to see more of the failure. If you want to go this career, this is what this is what's most likely you're going to be as opposed to a Little Wayne or a Drake or a Tupac or a Biggie or a Jay Z. This guy right here that's broke and lonely and nobody wants to mess with him and everything else, this is what you have more of a chance being than you do. So if you're not 1,000% put in, 1,000% in, like all your chips are in the middle of it to be, to be a successful artist, 
and if you're no, if, even if you're ninety nine percent, if you're ninety nine percent, you don't need to be an artist. Yes, if you're ninety nine percent in, you don't need to be an artist. If you're not a hundred and ten percent into this thing, then you need to find another career to do. This is another career. You need to find another career. Because the only way you can be successful as an artist is you got to put 110% in and then some. So, I think we need to steer are are used to hey you can be a lawyer you can be a doctor you can be there all these uh these professions live usually when you're being successful and more you know or a welder or engineer and everything else these professions you live great lives if you know if you work hard if you work hard you will be successful. Or you can be a podcaster like me. And be way more successful than me. And by the way, y'all, I'm taking credit for all the podcasters that, that blew up in Lincoln. I'm going to take credit for that because everybody is following me and my, my innovation of becoming a podcaster. You know what I'm saying? So I'm taking credit for the boom in podcast in Lincoln that kind of blew up. So I want y'all to know that the Jaywalk podcast is taking credit for all the podcasts that popped up recently and I'm taking credit for it you know what I'm saying I aspire to them now I'm just playing <laughs> I'm just playing I'm just playing but I'm going to end the podcast on that man um, so my three questions would be hey was NWA bad for hip hop Two, would Jay-Z be where he is if Pac and Biggie was still alive? And three, why do we chase fame more than we chase success? Okay, so I'm going to end the podcast on this, man. Thank you for listening. Uh, be good to yourself. Be better to each other. And I will definitely see you or hear, you'll hear from me on the next podcast. I'm out.